What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LaVon Maynard. And welcome to the show. What's going on? So uh, this should be the Tuesday episode, so if you're tuning in for the first time, definitely check out Monday and Tuesday, our topics. Wednesday is our discussion, and then Fridays. Uh, we talk about everything else, so non-cyber-related, movies, books, TV shows, all that good stuff. Uh, without further ado, I give it to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this article comes from BBC.com. It's actually BBC News Sydney. Um, but uh, the title of this article is Optus, How a Massive Data Breach Has Exposed Australia, right? Um, so what this was, was uh, there was an Australian telecommunications giant, Optus, uh, revealed about 10 million customers, which is 40% of the population of Australia, had personal data stolen and what it now calls a cyber attack, right? So um, what it was, Optus, like I said, telecommunications company, right? So this is your wireless, your internet, uh, your your cable, your TV, all that, all that stuff, right? Um, and what happened, they're actually the second largest telecoms provider. Um, and what happened was the data was stolen was the, the names, birth dates, home addresses, phone, email contacts, passport, driving, driver's license, driving license numbers of current and past customers uh, to the company, right? So the company tries to say, okay, well, it's, it, they, they want to kind of downplay it by saying, well, there was no payment details and account passwords that were, that were compromised or any of this. But what difference does that make if your passport and driver's license numbers were, were compromised, right? Because that's one of those things where th- those are items that can be used to like verify identity and things of that nature, right? Somebody could, could commit identity theft, things like that, um, and pretend to be you, right? Um, but yeah, so uh, the passport and license numbers that were taken, about 2.8 million people, right, are at, are at a risk of identity theft and fraud. Um, is what the government said. Now, Optus, uh, they're investigating it, right, as as the company should. But like I said, they're kind of down, they're trying to downplay it a little bit and say they have strong cybersecurity. Well, not really, right? So, a reporter actually reached out to the person that that uh, was actually responsible, was claiming responsibility, and and he was like, "Nah, I didn't, I didn't have to do much at all, right? Like they were not as secure as they were making themselves out to be, um, which is kind of which is kind of troubling, right?" Um, and they also did an interview with the, uh, let me make sure I get this, this woman's title right. Um, it was an ABC television interview. Uh, cybersecurity minister Claire O'Neill was asked the question, you certainly don't seem to be buying the line from Optus that this was a sophisticated attack. And she, as the cybersecurity minister, right, said, well, it wasn't, so no, <laughs> right? So that's not a good look, right? Because you, you can imagine that they've looked into it as well and they know how it happened. And, and they're saying, no, this was not sophisticated. They didn't have to try hard. You guys, as our number two te- telecommunications company, you should have done a better job of protecting um, your customers, which is our citizens of Australia. Um, so, yeah, this was not a, this is not a good look, right? Because uh, Australia is one of those like I. The only thing I hear coming out of Australia is about how everything there can kill you, right? Like you got all types of scorpions and spiders and gators and crocs or, or croc crocodiles in Australia, right? Not gators, but you know how how everything right, in right. Australia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how everything in Australia can kill you, but but uh, you don't really hear too much when it comes to cybersecurity or anything like that. But apparently they're not that great at it, you know what I'm saying? So um, this is one of those things where again, 10.8 million people or whatever it was. Um, are at risk of of uh, of identity th- uh, 
of identity fraud, right? And this started bringing up some of the questions. So like a lot of stuff that happens over in Europe when it comes to um, how your data is distributed, uh, you being notified, how it's being used. These questions are starting to be asked now in Australia, right? Because of this, like, so they may go the way of how Europe is doing and following their example when it comes to how, how your information is shared, when it's shared, you're notified um, of its use and things like that. So this is this is going to be one of those things where it's going to be a major turning point for Australia. Like it always takes a big hit like this or something of this nature for you to make the change, which is sad, right? Because they should have seen this stuff coming. It's not like this stuff has not been happening, uh, you know, to to countries, to small, you know, small uh uh states you know what i mean in the united states like you can just look at the news and see the stuff is happening everywhere and they should have done better right optus I'm, I'm speaking of so um we'll see what comes of it we'll see if they if they end up paying for it but uh levon what's your thoughts on this yeah i was gonna say i think you covered it very well but it's like uh you know it's one of those things where uh you know it's a, another big big uh um uh, large area of effect uh hack that's affected you know affected a, a pretty much entire country almost an entire countries and actually i was kind of surprised like i, I didn't realize you know and not my not common knowledge to me but i was like oh that's like 40 percent of uh australia's population i thought some reason i thought there's more people that lived in australia than that but uh yeah, i guess they have about 25 million people total in in australia but uh for that a lot of, of that is out, a lot of that is outback you know a lot of people living right in outback, man you know what I mean? like, there ain't too many right. crocodile dundees out there you know what I mean? right right yeah it's minimal people yeah but it's uh it's uh it's absolutely concerning i mean that such a, a large country got affected like nearly half the population is is uh has been compromised or their identity is uh at risk um and i'm i didn't i, I kind of glanced at the article but i didn't see anything about them offering free uh Free identity protection like some some people in the states do <laughs> you know you know so you, kinda, bring, you bring that yeah. up right so like i went to their site i went and looked on optus and like they haven't even updated anything since last week like their last mm. update on the whole thing i think was 21 september or something like that because i wanted to see if they posted yeah. anything different yeah. and their last right. release on it was 21 Man. september like life lock is like thinking of a campaign in the commercial right now they had a whole simple, right. simple life lock on top of australia <laughs> got you <laughs> Right. We can help you. Just come to us. LifeLock will save the day. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's just incredible that, like, so, I don't know. And of course, like we talked about it before, like, you don't really hear about exactly what happened, like, what caused this, um, you know, caused the breach? Like, where, like, where was the, like, uh, um, I don't know, who who was slipping up and what what could have done done what could have they done better to prevent this kind of a uh, uh, incursion but this is one of the things that we just you know we talk about all the time these these companies just have to i know put more focus on their cybersecurity efforts i think you mentioned it too shannon that this was like uh uh they kind of knew that they had lack cybersecurity awareness that they're at these uh at this location um and that should that should never be the case the company should be like keeping that at the forefront. If they want to stay in business, they want to keep trust with their the customer base. Um, and uh, they want to keep making money. They better, you know, put more money into the cybersecurity efforts as well. But I guess with that, I'll turn it over to you, Ryan. What you think about this? Yeah, I thought it was pretty wild. Like, same thing when I saw 40%, I was like, 40%? Um, yeah. But yeah, Australia is, is a little bit smaller. Um, 
And uh, what I didn't know, like uh, a few years back when they had the, the, the really big devastating fire that they had, it was kind of like in the center of the, uh, the country, is that most people live on the, uh, on the shoreline. So most people live around the, the ring of Australia, not within it, because like it is out, out back, right? So like, it's pretty hard to, uh, to get in there and, and survive. Um, but yeah, 40%. So I, I mean, I caused the question, like, uh, did they have cyber uh, security insurance? Uh, the company because if so like is that company going to pay out like that's a, a lot of money and then on top of it like is this a monopoly because they own 40 percent of the the country's uh telecommunications like doing to get broken up <laughs> or is that just an american thing like when they break up companies to make sure uh smaller companies can, can compete so so even with that even with that number though they were the second largest telecommunications company in, in Australia. That's crazy. What the article says, and yeah. they have forty percent of the population. So is there another one out there that has like the like other sixty percent? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like yeah. what is it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy and devastating. Like, yeah, you're you're talking about GDPR. Uh, I wonder if they have an equivalent there um, when it comes to people's data. Because if so, they might get lit up. Like the company will be uh, hurting for a long time. Um, Back in my mind, I was thinking, like, what if, like, not to, to talk about a particular uh, uh, company that, that protects your PII, but what if they were, uh, like, they had, like, a, uh, uh, like, it wouldn't be a, a state-funded uh, hacktivist group or whatever, but, like, what if they had, like, a small group within them that breaches companies <laughs> to draw business? Because <laughs> that's how you get in there, right? Like, oh, we can protect all this PII that we stole. Um, but yeah, that, that is a lot. And then I saw that the, uh, the, the, the perpetrator put some of the PII online as a, um, as a sample to show like, hey, you're gonna pay me, I believe it was uh, a million US or 1.5 million uh, in the Australian dollar uh, in ransomware. So the, they still haven't been caught. I'm sure, the, uh, I'm sure Australia does have uh, a CERT or something like that team that's gonna go out there and try to investigate uh, this as well as their um, the federal government have to get involved because forty percent you have to protect people, right? So forty percent of your population now has their PI out there. So now you're going to reap the whirlwind. Whoever this is, is going to uh, uh, catch it from the the government and from an international perspective, right? Like uh, I can see the the DOJ and a few other entities coming in and um, trying to help them out because that that's a lot of people and that's a lot of money that they're asking for. So. Uh, of course, they asked for it in crypto, right? So, like as as we saw, the Department of Justice was able to retrieve uh, Bitcoin. So it's not as as secure as you may think. So go ahead and and uh, be prepared to uh, to be the next article we talk about, where they they locked you up in Australian prison, like somewhere somewhere in the outback, with <laughs> your punishment with scorpions and spiders that can kill you. You know, That's yeah, like... yeah, the the brow snake, like one of the most venomous snakes ever, man. I used to I used to watch um. Uh, oh man, what's his name? Uh, Steve Irwin. Yeah, everything was dangerous out there, man. Like, so you know, you mess around and find out. But yeah, uh, again, another great um, uh, episode. Definitely tune in throughout uh, this week. So uh, the discussion should also be really good. Then obviously Friday uh, seems to be a, a uh, favorite throughout the week where we talk about everything but cybersecurity. I think that's right. Tell us something. Uh, to in Monday and Tuesday for the topics, Wednesday for discussion, and then Friday is everything else. Uh, you can hit us up at all of our, uh, at all the show's um, uh, websites, go by our name, and then you can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy, that's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse, and you, LeVon? Yes, sir, you can hit me up on the Twitters at LeVon Maynard. 
There it is. Stay safe. Stay secure. Take care. Thank you.